Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. I want to tell you about the time that Jesus saved my life, or better yet, what happens when Jesus takes the wheel, quite literally. Remember that song by Carrie Underwood, Jesus Take the Wheel? I'm not going to go too deep into that song, but the basic principles of what it is is that she was driving, about to get in an accident, having a near-death experience. She decided to let go of the wheel, and Jesus took the wheel and saved her and her child's life. She looked back in the seat, and her baby was sitting there, sleeping, and didn't even realize what happened. Instead of me recapping the entire song for you, you can watch the music video down below. Now for my Jesus takes the will moment, Jesus saved my life moment, literally I live this in the moment. My son, I, and my mother was in the car and got into an accident. Once we crashed, I turned to the backseat of the car and my son was still sleeping, not to be traumatized by this event. Let me explain how Jesus takes the will and how Jesus saved my life in a literal sense and most importantly what I learned from this and what you can learn too. Lessons that we should always remember as we go through any situation in life. Number one, Jesus takes the will and saved my life quite literally. So maybe this car accident was not the most life and death situation ever, but make no mistake about it, we still could have died, ran into the swamp, or been injured. One weekend, my mother, myself, and my son drove to Georgia from Virginia for my grandparents' 55th anniversary party, which I have a separate blog post on it. You can click the link down below to read that. A drive that normally takes us 8 to 10 hours and a drive that we have driven several times. It was in the morning that I decided to lay back and get some sleep while my mom was driving and my son was in the back seat sleeping as well. Yeah, don't judge me. Apparently, it is supposed to be a passenger's job to keep the driver awake, but I failed. I stayed up most of the time, but then I got tired. I'm human. I was only asleep for a little bit when I felt us going off the highway, a major highway at that. It was I-95, a major highway, and being a mom, you automatically become a light sleeper. So I felt the car not going straight. I sat up and asked my mother what was going on, and this was when the mayhem took place. Because she was asleep, and she stayed in this sleep mode during the entire accident. First, because she was still in a sleepy state and highly confused, my mother did not break but hit the gas and so we sped up on the highway, going cricket down the road, skidding all the way. You know that moment when your life flashed across your eyes? Well, that did not happen. How bad this accident was going to be flashed across my eyes, and I began to scream. Here we were, sliding across the highway, a major highway, on the right side of the road where swamps and wooded area was. As we were sliding sideways down the road, the car almost turned back onto oncoming traffic. I could see a huge semi-truck and all the traffic heading towards us. Sheer panic. But my mother is ex-military, so no matter how sleepy she was, some tactical military driving training in her and in her sleepy state, and she didn't lose control of the car. But in the meantime, it was like a roller coaster. Her eyes closed the entire way, me screaming and my son sleep in the back seat. We went all the way over to the right, and I thought to myself, this is where we're going to swerve into the swamp. 
But then we swerved back to the other side of the road, and I thought, great, she's going to get control of the car. But then we started to skid. The SUV almost made a full 180 turn on the highway, which we would have been going face on into traffic. The thoughts in my mind were, Jesus, take the will. Jesus, save my life. We slid on the side of the road onto where the rails were, and the car hit on both sides. My mother fully woke up. I looked in the back seat, and my son woke up like, what happened? Jesus saved our lives. That's what's happened. And it was in these moments that I realized some key lessons. Number one, God never promises we would never have hardship. What he does promise is to be with us during the hardship. My mother was tired and she fell asleep at the wheel, which was not God's fault. But the fact that we were on a major highway going across all lanes and there was no cars surrounding us, that was God. The fact that we were on a verge of doing a 180 in the road, about to be facing onto ongoing traffic, but that didn't happen, that was God. And the fact that there was swamplands on the woods on the right side of the road where we were headed off the road but didn't, that was God. Jesus saved my life, and he continues to save my life. Never think that because you are a Christian that you are exempt from any bad thing happening to you. If you think that, then I would encourage you to read the Bible because many people who were chosen by God went through a hard time, which I have a blog post on that you can read by clicking the link down below. God cannot promise that we will never go through something, but he does tell us that he will be with us when we do. As a Christian, it took me a long time to understand that. I remember when I lost my job and I was struggling to eat, live, and I thought, God, why have thou forsaken me? I know, so dramatic, right? But even in that time, God had a reason for it, which I have a separate blog that you can read down below by clicking the link. God has a reason for everything, even though we don't see it. No life is not perfect. He does not promise us to never deal with anything ever. He just says he will be with us, deliver us, and work everything out somehow in the midst of the storm. When we cannot see any way out, and even in those times when we think we may die, in this case quite literally, Jesus will still show up and save you. Also, you can check out my video down below on how to glory through your sufferings, and don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below as well. Number two, God corrects our mistakes. When Jesus takes the will, it is like he does what we cannot. As I mentioned before, in the confusion of the situation, my mother had the pedal to the metal thinking that she was hitting the brake when actually she was hitting the gas. Once again, not God's fault, but God corrected it. On most roads, there is a guardrail, but on this highway, it wasn't. It was a barbed wire type of situation, and it was a few feet off the road as opposed to right on the side of the road. What stopped us was the fact that we hit this barbed wire that was very strong, by the way. We crashed and stopped, and before we hit, the thick mud slowed us down. Thank God, because had we gone through the barbed wire, we would have been on the other side of the highway into oncoming traffic. Once again, Jesus saved my life. But how many times has Jesus saved my life or your life? Hear me out. Even though we make mistakes, God can fix our mistakes, or he can set up the perfect storm to prevent us from hurting ourselves even more. And that is what I like to call grace. Something that God has decided to rescue us from, bless us anyway, or save us from, even though we don't deserve it. I remember when I became a single mom, did not get child support, still don't. My son's father got locked up for seven years and I had no help. You can check out my single mom video down below, but most people thought that situation would break me. And in a way, I did too. 
But becoming a single mom is what saved my life. And that's what made me get into the business, get a master's degree and get a PhD. If I did not become a single mom, I probably would have been a hot mess. Don't forget to read my single mom story by clicking the link down below and watching the video. But once again, Jesus saved my life. Not like the car accident, but he redirected my mistakes, which were plentiful before I had my son, and turned it into a blessing. In this case, it just so happens to be mud and a barbed wire fence. In life, there are so many mistakes that I have made, and if it were not for God coming in and correcting them, then Lord knows where I would be. And that is the beauty of Jesus taking the wheel. He literally comes in and grabs control of the wheel, and he will steer you in the right direction, even if you have been steering yourself in the wrong direction before. You just have to be open and willing for the redirect and to see where God is leading you. Yes, God leads us on the side of the robe into the barbed wire fence, but it was not into the swamp. It was not into oncoming traffic. So in that situation, although not perfect, was the best direction given the situation. Number three, when Jesus takes the wheel, remember, it is not that bad. When we finally stopped throughout everything that had happened, I thought the SUV should be a wreck. I went out to examine the car and the mirror was broken off and the side of the windshield had cracks and there was some not so deep scratches on the side and on the hood of the car. I looked down at the tires thinking that they were going to be flat or bent or we were going to be stuck in this ditch. But aside from the damaged cars, the tires were in perfect condition and the car was drivable. Yes, we could have been mad that the car still had some issues. The mirror was broken and there were some dents on the side. We could have complained about that, but I was just thankful that Jesus saved our life, my mom's life, and my son's life, and we were thankful that we still could drive the damaged car the rest of the way. I encourage you to watch my video on complaining, because so often when Jesus is trying to save us, we complain because things do not look like what we want them to look like, how we want them to look, and as fast as we want, and we want to tell God how mad we are. Can you imagine if you got out of the car and started cursing God because the car was dented and telling God how he could have done a better job in intervening in the situation? How crazy would that be? But so many of us do exactly that when we feel what God is giving us is not good enough. We complain and not being thankful is the fastest way to block your blessing. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel once again by clicking the link down below and watch my video on how complaining is blocking your blessing. But that is why it's important to always evaluate your situation from a realistic point of view because what you think is the end of the world, the situation in God's eyes may not be that bad. Sometimes you just have to stop looking at everything the wrong way and look at what is going right and be thankful at what God is doing for you instead of getting stuck for what he isn't doing for you. Number four, Jesus saved my life and I realize he does not give you more than you can bear. As I describe this situation, it is very traumatizing, right? However, out of everyone in the car, I'm the only one who remembers it. Through all this chaos, my son was sleeping in the back seat and only woke up when the car crashed. Even then, he was still a little out of it and had no idea what even happened. My mom, because she was asleep, did not remember what happened, and really that is for the best. I'm an adult, and I am still a little traumatized over that experience. I can only imagine my son would not even want to step back in a car if he had witnessed that accident. Of course, I am talking about an incident, but this also applies to real life. God knows what we can take, and he knows what we cannot take, and each of us are different. Sometimes he will allow one person to go through something while the other person is going through something less significant. 
Sometimes he shows us things and sometimes he saves and shields us from things that we do not even know is an issue because God is protecting us from it. I can almost bet this is how it is daily. The hardships or situation that God does reveal to you is because he knows that you can take it and there are probably hundreds if not thousands of situations that he protects you from and you don't even realize it. So never get discouraged from what you are going through but know that if God is allowing you to go through it you can bear it and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear and but when you are tempted he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. 1 Corinthians 10:13. Number 5 when Jesus takes the wheel, remember, it could have been worse. It can always be worse. This is an example of when Jesus takes the wheel in a very literal sense. Yes, Jesus saved my life and the worst could have been serious injury or even death. And here lies the lesson. Whenever bad situations happen, even when we do not know why they happen, it is a habit for us to want to blame God because we do not understand. I did not understand the accident, but I don't have to understand. What I know is that it could have been worse. We could have been in the lake, we could have flipped over, or we could have been stuck in the mud some way with no way to get out or go back home or to get to my grandparents' house. Even though the situation was bad, it simply wasn't that bad. Oftentimes, instead of getting on God for what a bad situation is, sometimes we need to praise him because the situation is not worse. Now, imagine, no matter how bad your situation is, it can always be worse. And I can promise that someone out there in the world does have it worse. If you cannot afford to drink anything but water, then praise God for the water that you can drink because in the parts of the world, they don't have that. Hate your apartment? Praise God for it because there's some people who are homeless. Never get caught up in how bad your situation is. Instead, praise God for what it is not. That is not the worst. When Jesus takes the will in my situation, I know that God saved my life, not just in this situation, but overall, daily, weekly, yearly, perhaps in not such an obvious way, but if you look around, he does. And sometimes little situations like these remind you exactly how God intervenes on our behalf and how we just need to be thankful. If you know someone who may need to read this post, then go ahead and share it with them. And speaking of being thankful, I have something called a Christian affirmation guide with Bible verses and affirmations to keep you thankful, grounded, and a constant reminder of how Jesus saved your life. You can click the link down below in order to buy it.